Girls. Hey, it's Kimmy Kim Kim. Yo, 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 it's Logie Bear. Hey, Zoe in the house. What's up, everybody? Mr. Midnight in the house. Hey, yo, it's LB. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Generation Brown. As it's the month of October, today's episode will be dedicated to Black History Month. We'll be discussing what the month means to us, important black figures, and who we think the month is truly for. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, at Generation Brown. Subscribe, rate, and review. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. How's everyone been? Hi. Hey. Hi. What's everyone been up to today? Not much, really. (laughs) Cleaning. I've been doing orders. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Have you got some Christmas stocking and some T-shirts? Nice. I'll need to see them. Please send photos. I will. Still not. Crafts by Kim. Yes. Still not on Instagram, though. No, I'm not. That's Logan's job. Or Etsy. No, I can't even deal with Etsy right now. Well, as it's October, we're going to be speaking about Black History Month because how could we not? How have you all been celebrating Black History Month? Have you been? Did you not realise it was even Black History Month? Are we all aware? Just coming across yeah. the odd thing on TV that we didn't know was on TV because it wasn't advertised properly. It just happened to appear there, like 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 every year. Like- Did you notice Black History Month? <laughs> yeah, I knew it was Black History Month. Okay. But... The, the programs are not advertised properly. They just come on like randomly or very sparse advertising. At like 11 p.m. when everyone's <laughs> falling asleep on BBC uh, yeah. Two, a channel everyone just, no one watches. Yep. Okay, so no one's done anything for Black History oh, Month. Oh, I have. I've celebrated Black History Month with the kids. Um, we have been doing music and movement with African beats and African uh, drums. We went to Tootie Market and we looked at all the materials, all the masks and nice. all the all the stuff. We bought some plantain. We bought some, we went to this Guyanese restaurant and he gave us some fish cakes and some sweetie things that all the kids tasted. And we came back mm-hmm. and we cooked the plant in. We bought some mangoes and some exotic fruits from black countries. We had those for snack. We've done quite a few bits and pieces. We've done African masks. And we've done traffic lights as well. Oh, wow. So is that with the business or with the kids, your, with your the, children? With my, my, no, with child-minded children, yeah. Oh, so you, you took the BHM, the Black History Month, and you incorporated it with the learning um, that yeah. you would do. Okay. Yeah, we do it every year. With, like every other, every other celebration, every other religion, we do, we celebrate it. I mean, that's excellent, but that doesn't count for my question. I'll tell you why it doesn't count. Not even for my question, Leek's question. I want to know, us as black individuals growing up in the UK, what have we done to celebrate, embrace Black History Month? I'm looking at you, Uncle Tech. I'm looking at you, T. I'm looking at you, Lero. And I'm looking at you, Zoe. And you, Mai. I mean, Leek's even. There we go. What have we been doing? I've gone to Black History Month events before. What, raves? No, uncle. <laughs> Actual <laughs> events that are, like, historical and um, they have, like, different types of food that you can try out. Um, in primary school, also, we had, like, a lot of events when it came to Black History Month. Um, yeah. Poetry and stuff like that. 
Have you done anything this year? Hmm? Have you done anything this October for it? No. I've had um, emails from Middlesex talking about um, Black History Month workshops, but I haven't really tapped into it. Why is that? Because I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like this year it's it's overly in your face now because of the whole BLM movement, whereas last year you never heard anything about Black History Month. And yeah. it's not like I need to... Okay, I get celebrating Black History Month, but it should just always be a thing that like you should always be looking at your culture and, yeah, learning new things about it, I guess. I get that. There's a couple of points you raised there that I think we're going to touch on, but I'm going to take the focus of you for a second, T. Um, Lero. Me, Hi. Uncle. Yeah. Hi. Uh, to be honest, I haven't really done much for it. Um, at school, they made me write a poem. <coughs> and other than that, I haven't really done anything, to be honest. Okay. Okay. So anybody else? Zoe, Uncle Tech, done anything? No. Uh, no? Okay. We've mentioned, you mentioned that we've seen the odd show on TV um, with BHM kind of influences. Have we noticed anything else in the media that um, has changed? Obviously, T, you touched on that right now we're in this movement since George Floyd. Um, I don't want to call it what you called it, but this movement. Um, have we noticed anything else? Yeah, yeah. They're doing, they're doing um, like black programs on Netflix and things like that. So we've got a whole section now. Okay. Yeah, so I, think, I don't know what they call it, though. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask, is it called like the BAME section or something like that? No, I'm not. Or the ethnic. I've seen it before. I don't know what. I, urban. I, it was something like urban, yeah. <laughs> Streetwise <laughs> movies. I, I have to check, yeah. And I think they're doing that on Prime as well, actually. So it's like okay. black actors, black movies. I think they're doing Jeez. it on Prime as well. Say again, so? I think they're doing it on Sky as well. But then after this month, are they just going to delete it? Like oh, Christmas? No, I think they've been doing it for longer than like since October. Oh, okay. I think they've been doing it kind of <clears throat> since, you know, George Floyd. But I think it's more prominent this month. There's been more movies on and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think that's just a way to shut us up, to be honest. Yeah, to be. Well, they've done, um, they done, what was it, the the Good Morning Lady? Loose Women. Loose Women, they've done the four black presenters. That caused up raw, didn't it? Yep, and did you see the feedback? Yeah, I did. So did I, should... I saw a few comments. Did everybody, or would you like to hear some of the tweets that... Go on, Leaks. Tell us. Let me get the receipts one second. Let me get the receipts. Love it. Someone, I'm not going to say her name. Said, say her name. No, no, I can't. <laughs> I don't know the pod like legal legality <laughs> behind it. Yeah, so I'm not don't want to get shut down before even known. <laughs> but someone, her um, emo, her Abby is of a blonde lady, so that you know tells you enough. She said she's a Karen. That? Yeah, she's a Karen. No offense to all the Karens out there. They're all lovely, but some of them. Anyway, um, she said, 
Did I wake up in Africa today? Where's the diversity? Oh. I can't identify with this crap. Switched off with loads of angry, angry emojis. Then there was another one. My wife, this one's photo is of his dog. Anyway, he said, my wife has just switched loose women on. All presenters are black. What the hell is going on? Switched off. <laughs> and then there was a few saying that, um, that they're loving it and bitter, bitter Karen squad are really showing themselves and that they really love the like, diversity and stuff. But the person saying that there's no diversity on Loose Women when it was the black presenters, clearly they don't watch Loose Women for diversity because usually they're all of one race anyway. And they're all, exactly. they're all usually of like one age group, one demographic. So if, you're really, if you really want to show for diversity, Loose Women is not what you turn to. Yeah, exactly. It's an interesting also, one. Go on. No, no. So also what I noticed is with the TV advertising, if you notice that there are more black faces per hour in TV advertising at this present month than you would normally see. I don't know if anyone's actually noticed that. I, I have, but I find it quite offensive because it would be like, um, they're just chucking an olive person. just. To yes. <laughs> It's not really a black person, is it? <laughs> well, they're, they're, trying all of, they're trying all sorts of things just to try and make us feel... I think it's, 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 it's not authentic. It's just kind of like... Uh, how would you put it? They're doing it because they have trying to... Trying to appease us. Yeah. yeah. Trying to appease. To make it look good. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to appease us, basically. Mm. But, you know what I mean... Let's see. Let's see how it would have been nice if it had come from a genuine place. It would have been nice if it had to come from like a genuine place and it was something that felt genuine rather than, um, you know, like, I guess, kind of, obviously, this is what we want to show that, that we're here and us to be represented in the world and in society. But I feel like, you know, it's not genuine. It's, yeah, it's, full, full, full it's, it's a reaction. Mm. Yeah. Yes, uh, agreed. It's definitely a reaction. I think Talisia touched on the point that it's not just Black History Month. It's happened since uh, uh, George Floyd and the whole movement. And subtly, there were more brown faces, black faces on TV in the adverts. Obviously, I watch a lot of football. And for the first time, I think, ever on Sky Sports, I saw, and Sky, don't sue me here, um, or sue us. I'm taking you all down with me. Um, <laughs> the first time I've seen two pundits be black and like they were dark skinned black guys as well, which is unheard of. And there wasn't a white male in the studio because the uh, presenter was a white female. So no white males at a football show, prominent football show, Chelsea Man United, um, first time. So that's saying something. She probably still got paid less, though, but that's a different... <laughs> Leaks. <laughs> that is a different pod. <laughs> yeah. Different pod, definitely. So did anyone... So, Kim, you saw the Loose Women show, yeah? I didn't see it, but I saw... Oh, you just heard about it? Yeah, the aftermath. Yeah. Did anyone see it? I saw bits of it. What did you think? Genuinely, what did you think? It was nice. It was different nice what was like, nice about it no it just made it was i just had a sense of you know feeling like well like in a sense wanted oh it was nice to see people yeah like it was nice to see um people of our color on the tv and black women 
like you know joining together because like Doing you said these women is a show and it's just all white women so it was different seeing all black women I was. I had to look at the TV again. Mummy was the one that. My mum was the one that was just like, "T, come look at this." And I was like, "Hmm." So I thought. I looked at it for a bit, and I thought, "Yeah, no, that's a really good idea." Is it wrong? Then is it wrong that when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is great." But then the first thought that came to my mind was, "The Karens are going to have a field day with this on the internet." But we know that that's going to happen. Yeah. They have a field day with everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, the thing is, when, you know, like the minute the roles are reversed, you know, because normally if you could sit down and watch television for an hour and not see one black person on TV for an hour, that's programs, adverts, whatever, like you won't see one. The minute the roles are reversed, they're having a fit. They're absolutely having a fit. And you think, what yeah. the hell is wrong it's... with you? Yeah, they don't like it. They don't like it. But okay, cool. So we're in Black History Month. I think a lot of us ad have admitted to not really buying into it, apart from Kimothy, but I'm going to say that's more from a business perspective than um, personal. Well, you know why? Uh, no, I push it personally. I push it because it's personal okay. to me. <laughs> cool. No I, hear, no, I hear that. I'm just saying the example you gave was based around business so yeah if i wasn't working yeah yeah, yeah. but i've yeah. always pushed it in every single nursery i've worked in like mm -hmm. every single setting i've worked in i've pushed for us to celebrate black history month and they look at me like some of them nursery nurses and nursery staff look at me like what the hell are you talking about i'm like well we can do things like we do at christmas and diwali and all the yes, other Eid. Yeah. Eids and all that we do all sorts of things for those celebrations but when it comes to black history month no one don't know what to do yeah, exactly. Do you think that's because not many people know enough about Black history, Black people included? No. So they they're a bit lost. Do you think they're a bit lost? I no, think it's I a think... touchy subject. That's why. No, I I don't. I think it's because um, I think it's because it's not important. Um, because it's not hard to work out what you could do with two year olds for Black History Month. It's not like you're teaching them about slavery or teaching them about um who um done what or who invented what you know we're not doing that we're doing simple basic things which is uh, with two-year-olds and or nursery age children is about culture it's about music it's about food it's about so really easy things stuff, yeah. stuff that doesn't take a lot of brain power to kind of work out how yeah. to do that do you know what i mean but they just don't want to because they're ignorant yeah but i think they don't do that because if they do it's like with anything else if you start to look into something you look into something more so like with slavery and stuff like that so if we're learning about black history then especially kids ask okay so why does this and why has this happened and then it's like their minds become more open to what's going on and i feel like they're trying to cover that so that's why they don't child maybe <laughs> no, no 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 i'm just saying children in general i'm saying children in general. I'm, I'm saying children in schools like if you're if if you're to teach them certain things about black history, they're going to start, their topics are going to start coming up of um, why yeah, of the white man, man hit and uh, and did certain things to um, the black culture. So that's... Yeah, definitely in school age, but not in nursery. I was referring to oh, okay. nursery yeah. age. Like we, we made dumplings and it is just, it's just an exercise. We just, we got the flour, we got the water, they mixed it, they rolled it, they and I fried it, they ate it for lunch. 
Like it's simple as that. Good. As simple as that. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Culture. Nothing, deep, nothing. They just taste in different foods that they don't have ever. Personally, I think it's because like they're jealous, kind of. Because there was a documentary on a school near mine, and it was it's called a school that tried to end racism. And it, one of the practices was they put all the like ethnic children into one classroom, then all the non-ethnic children into another classroom. And there was all like um, in the classroom, they was asking, "Oh, what's your ethnicity? Where you're from?" And um, all the white children in the classroom could hear all the other like uh, minority children in the other class talking about their ethnicity and their culture. And then the white classroom was kind of quiet and there was no buzz about it and they kind of got jealous of the other class. So personally, I think it's just like je- out of jealousy that they don't want to teach you that kind of. Yeah, I mean, there's got some good points there, Lero. But first of all, can I just say, when did your voice get so deep though? Like, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> no, on the real. The... Um, I've mentioned this book before, the ISIS papers. It teaches you about that very scenario and the jealousy and the whole process of brainwashing um, black people to feel like they're inferior and subordinate to white people and try to convince the black people that the white people are the majority in this world when they're the minority, when you consider black and brown people. So it's a whole mindset and... That's what I'm sure was touched on in that um, documentary you watched. But I want to ask everybody about Black History Month. Who do we think it's for? What do we think its purpose is? I think it's to celebrate culture, to, um, for us to celebrate our own cultures, whether it's African, um, whatever, Caribbean or whatever country we're coming from. And I think it's for... Um, people that are not from where we're from to learn about our culture and, and what we do and what foods we eat and what and what um, we're celebrating within that time. And do you think it's to help us about learn about our history and become aware of some of our greatness? I think it's for other people that are not from where we're from to learn about our history. Black History Month. I think that's what its purpose is. I think it's for us to celebrate and them to learn. Yeah, I hear you. For us to teach them. Have those tricky conversations. Yeah, Um, definitely. I was doing some research on Black History Month and what I found was that it's meant to be a time of rejoicing, celebrating and thanking great black figures and not just about the bad times, but about integrity, leadership and determination. But um, I feel like when I was learning about like history in school, it was mainly just about, oh, this happened and it was usually bad. And then I thought, oh, yeah, but Mary Seacole. And that was literally like the one name that really sticks into my head. Mary Seacole. Yeah. The perspective in which they teach black history is completely wrong. It always seems to start from slavery and go on from there where we've had had so much more in in the past that we've done, so much things gone on in the future, so many inventions, so many things we've contributed to. And um, as I said, it just, it just is taught wrong, completely taught wrong in school. And that's why a lot of kids don't take to it. A lot of people are still ignorant about things. 
we just need to f make the school system and in the homes as well teach teach history our history in a lot in a better way yeah i agree like i didn't even know i only know now because i was watching that alison hammond um i think it was called like goes back to school or something and she done like a black history month show and that, that's mm. yeah that's like the first time i realized and found out that there was black tudors because i just didn't think black people were here in like the tudor times but mm. they're actually in like the paintings and stuff like that and they're not in the paintings they're slaves they're wearing like all the yep. royal clothes and things like that yeah before tudor times i yeah, think Go on, Nero. Oh, sorry, my history teacher the other day said she um, never knew that there was black people like in Northern England that even before the Viking times, kind of. Or, like, Your history teacher said this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never knew that. See, herein lies the problem, right? Because your history teacher didn't know that. I walked out of my history class. I walked out and never returned to history. I gave myself a free period. Yeah, I gave myself a free period a week. I think it must have been year seven or year eight before you did your options. I was like, this history doesn't relate to me. And I'm not the rebellious type, really. But I just walked out. This is something that T would do. Like, in it, T? Yeah. No, be <laughs> honest. <laughs> but I walked out. And actually, I didn't miss out on anything. Like, that history, you learn about it because you live in that society. But the history we don't learn is this history like black people living in this country being in this country being prominent members of this society um years like we're talking 12th century there were black people in this country in 12th, 12th century and there were black people in africa doing great things before slavery and i will come on to some of those in a second but i really want to hear from zoe because she's been super quiet today so I'm digging you out, Zoe. And when Grandad listens to this podcast, he's going to say, I don't know why Zoe was so quiet. She knows her history, because I know Grandad has taught you a lot. What they show on TV and that, it's not, they don't show the right things. They show films, movies. And like Colin said, a lot of it is stems that back to slavery. But what about all the good things that we've done? They don't put that out there. So I just, I, can't, I just, I think... They, it's all for the wrong reason. So, it look like they're doing something. When I was in school, I never got taught black history at all. No, neither did I. That's what I mean. But I think there's been progress um, in such that the, I don't want to downgrade or downplay what the Black History Month movement have done. Because I think they've existed since 1986 and it's grown and grown and grown. And it's false. It's not, no. it's not genuine. Well, you say it's not genuine. I think what they're doing is genuine work and good work. And what I think, though, it's because it's not in our schools and ingrained in our society, it then becomes almost a token gesture, a tick box exercise. Like, we're celebrating diversity. We will celebrate Eid. We'll celebrate... Mahabharak, I think that's the right phrase, and Diwali, and oh, we'll do Black History Month. And the Prime Minister will come out and say something, the head of Labour, the head of Lib Dems will make a comment mm. and subtly do it in the media to tick a box, diversity. Obviously, it's a bit different this year, but that's what I think they're doing. So 
I hear you and I think it needs to go back to school, but I do want to acknowledge the good work that the Black History Month organization are trying to do. But I think my question is, and I know Leek's waiting to speak, but my question is about history for us, we can find that out anytime and we should be finding out anytime. But what do white people make of it? And what do white people, do they even know it's on and exists? And I know Leek's canvassed some of her friends, friendship base. Um, I was just going to say, what on earth did Boris say about Black History Month? Because I don't know what he could say. But, um, yeah, I did actually ask I'll find friend. the quote. I'll find the quote for you. <clears throat> was it that um, Black children are just pickanies of watermelon smiles? Was it that one? Or... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it just went in. No, he said that. He said that. That's what he said. That's <laughs> Boris's that? word. Yeah, that's oh, Boris's he word. He did. Before oh, he was Premier. Yeah. But um, anyway, and you think, look at him, and you think, well, how can you say anything about anybody? How dare you? <laughs> so bad. Well, the, well, the way I, the way I see the history in advertisement and in TV and whatever, it's just like watered down orange squash. It's just watered down, very little content. Uh, everything's just rehashed, and and they don't go deep in anything. They don't expand in anything. So. We like Black History Month. We we talk about Black History Month in the same way next year, and the same way the year after that. The very same true. Way the year after that. Yeah, very true. I see the same football, two football shows, one with Ian Wright. But mm-hmm. Leeks, what did your friends say about Black History Month? So um, one of them said that if it wasn't for Capital Extra, she wouldn't have even remembered that it was Black History Month. And my other friend said. This friend is quite into history, but she said she um, finds out more through Twitter. So she said, I think for me, it just means shining a light on black history and enlightening people about what about the achievements of black people. And she said, however, I think it's always the same kind of stuff, which tends to get brought up during Black History Month. She said, from what I've seen personally, like a lot of light is shone on civil rights movement and Martin Luther King. And then she said she's learned a lot more about black history through the internet and Twitter than that, what she did in school. And um, she's found it very interesting and enlightening. And then she started going on about how she read deeply into black history. And um, even though it doesn't have a direct impact on her, she finds it really interesting. And she thinks schools need to do it more. And we um, both, we all just were saying how we don't even understand why it's just a month, why it can't just be like integrated into everyday history lessons and stuff like that. And I think that is the key point. I think that's the very key and fundamental point that, Black History Month is great because that's what we've got at the moment, but it needs to be integrated into our schools. And if it is integrated into our schools, then we stand a chance of maybe not ending, but certainly stemming the flow of systemic racism and white privilege because we will be seen as not just descendants of slaves and fortunate to be here. Okay. And if that can happen, like, we stand a chance. And I know I didn't learn about black history. Zoe's already said she didn't learn about about black history. That means, Cole, you didn't learn about black history, because if I didn't, they certainly didn't do it before. Um, Everything is self, well, pretty much self-taught. And I knew from from the beginning that they were teaching us wrong. And they're not telling us the full story. Yeah. They They only told us half a story from a certain perspective and certain viewpoint. So from from back then I knew it was that it was suspect. 
when we was when I was young, my dad took me to a show in Hackney Empire, and they done like it, it was a show about um, all the things that black people's done, what they've invented, and throughout the years. And it was it was so good, you know. Like even if they sh- showed something like that on TV, then yeah. that's something. That's that's your your. You're learning something, you know. The films that you're showing, what are they? Like we, we, you, you know what they're showing. They're not showing the greatness, and that's what they need to. That's what they need to show. If you're not black, the only way you're gonna know about, well, and being black, but the only way you're gonna know about real black history is if you take the time out to go and look. And no other, really, is a white person gonna go and do that. Are they? Only if you're interested, but majority of them are not. So are you going to go and take your time out to see what black people have really done? No, they're not going to. I think with the, when the whole George Floyd thing happened, I think it's just crazy how George Floyd like made all this stuff happen. It should have taken that. But I think when all of that happened, a lot of things were being like shown on social media. So a lot more people were looking into it and trying, well, so they claimed to be looking into it and like trying to get more of an in that want to know like if you don't want to know you're not going to look into it you're just going to be thinking yeah like the karens and the karens yeah Yeah, but they don't want to know anything they won't even want to try like if if primetime tv showed certain things then even though you don't want to know you're going to watch you'll see it and you may get one or two of them to watch it and think oh you know you know that just their views might change. Do you know what I mean? Or even if your views don't change, at least you know that you can't ignore the fact and be ignorant against the fact that we we have done good things. We're not just what people say we are. Let's call them out. Let's call them out some of the great things that we're aware of that we've done as black people. Um, I've got a quiz coming up later. But um, let's let's call it out before we go deep into the education system, because I think you're right. So I think you've got the media and then you've got education. There are two prominent things that we that need to change in order for us to be able to live and have those conversations and people be aware and, and understand their white privilege. And there won't be these Karens of the world going forward, hopefully. But um, someone I'm going to go around. I'm going to go around the, the room. And I'm going to start with, who should I start with? Zoe, because you learn a lot. Give us something we've invented. Traffic lights. That's the easiest. Good one. (laughs) (laughs) Kimothy. Um, Light bulb. Nice. Uncle Ted. I sent you out of video. No, (laughs) I read it. it. I watched it. I did watch it. (laughs) Mobile phone. Yeah? You sure we're in the microwave? Mobile phone. <laughs> Leaks. Conditioner. Okay. Lero. Um the first place it that the first gaming console. Yes, that was in the video. Yeah, yeah. Nice. T. Um the mailbox. Is it? I don't remember that one. Okay. Yeah. That's good, that's good, that's good. We'll have to take your word on that one. <laughs> it was in the video, I think. Um, was it in the video? You should have watched the video, I sent it. No, we watched the video, we watched the video. That was a good video. It came in handy. <laughs> it's good. I mean, but there's there's so much more. There's so much more. One of the biggest things uh, that I took from that video, and that I was aware of anyway, was algebra. 
and mathematics. That was that was one on that show on that play as well. That's yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's that's good. Can we just not thank that person because? Exactly. It doesn't make no sense. To I me. didn't enjoy learning algebra. I haven't used it exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think we should just, you know. <laughs> well, if you didn't have algebra, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be on this computer doing what we're doing now. Really? They, yes. I'm sure they would have found a way. And even <laughs> still, they did not even teach me that. And oh. I do not want to make a computer. <laughs> it's already been invented. Algebra. And the first computer chip was created by a black person, wasn't it? Yes, yes, that was in that as well, yeah. Algebra is a necessary evil, Leaks. <laughs> yeah, it's a necessary evil. All right, cool. The problem, the problem is fundamentally we're not learning this stuff in school, so I'm going to ask Lyra, or should I ask Logan first, sure. what have you learned in school this BHM? So in primary, we learned about, like, um, Mary Seacole and like Lily Nightingale and like, like that's basically it. And I told Mary Seacole. I told you Mary Seacole. Yeah, and we did posters and that's basically it. Like that's the that's the just the basic black history. Then in secondary, it's a bit better because like we have um we have assemblies every day, but like they're digital assemblies, so we listen to them at um, the last period so um, we was we've been learning about like um, different inventors like different things that black people brought to this world and stuff like that and um, like inspirational black people and stuff like that just this month or in general um, just this month okay and who, give me a name other than Mary Seacole that you can remember. Lily Nightingale. Um, we, we learnt about, like, in secondary, we learnt about, like, inspirational people. So we learnt about, um, no, not in history, just in the assemblies, they mentioned these people. It was um, Chadwick Boseman and people like that, and yeah. Benjamin Zephaniah? No. Oh, wow. Lyra? Um, to be honest, I haven't learnt much more than Logan has really. We In primary, we learnt about the Nightingale, Martin Luther King, um, and all of those. Uh, in secondary, you learn about like the American Depression and all of that and the slave trade. You also learn about um, plantations and all of those things. And other than that, that's pretty much all we've learned about uh, black history. Don't start Auntie Zoe off about <laughs> the plantations like and slavery. Yeah, I know. I know. It is, it is shocking. I think that's the point in which I walked out. Um, yeah, I did. I wasn't here for it. Can you imagine? We had to. Um, I think we had a conversation with Lyra about three, four years ago, where his interest started to peak about Black history, and start. He started to ask questions, um, and we started to teach him certain bits and pieces and go deeper into history, like our history. And um, we actually had to say to him, like, these are the 
the things you've got to answer to pass your exam, but this is what really happened. You know, like, why do we sit in a world where we have to tell our kids to do one thing to be able to succeed and get in that A or B or 9 or 8 or whatever it is now? Um, but this is the truth. Like, that's madness. And the that whole concept alone is madness. It is. Remember, remember, it's his story. So it's the way that they portray it and they want it to be portrayed and seen. Yeah. So it's his he, story. The way he, not even, it's like going back to Lika's point earlier, it's a very male, white male dominated history. Mm -hmm. So even Africa is depicted smaller on the um, globe than its peers. And for all the countries and the size of Africa and the resources of Africa, we know it should be a lot bigger than they show it. But there's reasons to to these things. Like there's reasons to not include in education, um, black history in education. But um, okay, so that's the, the here and now. We've touched on a bit of Gen X's um, history lessons, leaks, um, T. So I think I only done black history in primary school. And once again, that was just like um, Mary Seacole, Benjamin Zephaniah and then secondary school I even done um history for GCSE and I didn't do black I didn't learn about black history and I remember going to like a level open day and my history teacher saying come on we could do history we get to learn about black history but why is it when I get to 16 <laughs> I have to do one term on black history but throughout the whole year 7 to 11 it didn't pop up once and it's like we set up like an assembly on it. And my school was like, there was quite a lot of black girls in my school. So you'd think that it would be taught more. But I don't remember doing a single thing. And that's what even my friends said. They're like, I don't remember black history like in, in secondary school. No, not at all. T? Um, same really. Um, primary school was taught black history, but it was very vague. Um, secondary school, we learned about Harriet Tubman. Marcus Garvey um, and the civil rights movement, Martin Luther King. But I noticed that they always taught us Martin Luther King, but didn't teach us Malcolm X. Yeah, actually, um, they taught us Martin Luther King. Or I, I certainly did study Martin Luther King. Actually, it may have been in the summer holiday, <coughs> studied Martin Luther King, actually. But yeah, sorry to continue. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so because I think it was just more because of his peaceful protest in the sense of what Malcolm submissive, yeah, yeah, um, and Nelson Mandela, Mandela oh. really, and that was it. And I studied history as well in GCSEs, and we didn't do anything to do. Yeah, that. I remember like okay. shooting and stuff. But... I think it was one topic, like Alika said. I think it was just the civil rights movement. We just did like a little thing on. Or like, I mean, it's not even the same, but of mice and men, and that was English. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that was yeah, literally yeah. like the the one mention I remember of any like black character throughout secondary school. But saying something else here, like through history we we did all different sorts of stories and stuff like that. And one of my favourite uh, it's, it's fictional, but you would never know the author. If I said to you anyone, Alex uh, um uh, uh, Alexandra Dumas, would that mean anything to any of you? I've heard the name. Nice. Yeah? I've, heard, I've heard the name. You've heard the name, but the work. The... Go on. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I know what she's written. Man. Three Musketeers. 
I went through school not knowing that Alexandre Dumas was a black man. Not until, not until later on in life. And that's one of my favourite books. Learn something new See, every day, because I never knew that. Yeah, it's, it's, all this stuff is hidden from us. You know, it's not told, it's not expressed to us. And that's one of my favourite books as, 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 a, as a kid. But I only knew in adulthood that it was, a, it was an actual black Frenchman. Is it a film as well, yeah. sorry, The Three Musketeers? Yeah, it's been, it's been featured in films, featured in cartoons. books. Cartoons. And did they have any black characters in the film, even? I think in the animated one where they were like characterized as, as, as dogs, dogs they? as dogs, one of them was kind of black. Paphos, Porphos, was it? Is it yeah, I think Porphos is meant to be. But yeah, does that count? <laughs> no, yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> oh, I'll tell a lie. In the BBC version, in the BBC version, the, the live action version, Porphos is played by uh, 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 a black man. Oh, oh, and Othello as well. I done Othello, and that's he's mm -hmm. um, black, isn't he? They call him the Moor. Mm -hmm. From but, the Moor is he? From the Moors is he? No, I didn't no, do he's, Shakespeare. He's from North. Kind of I think he was from. I think he was from like North Africa, but mm -hmm. he was called a Moor, not like the Moors in Yorkshire. Okay, okay, possibly, possibly, because I think the North Africans were where the Moors came from that um, went to Italy and Spain. Yeah. Yeah. So you know the, the Spaniards that are in the south are darker like than the rest of the Spaniards and are, have very olive skin. And that's because the Moors moved there. Like Nadal, for example, he's very dark olive skin. Oh, he was more, he was a bit, um, well, the, the actor was a bit darker than him. Okay. Like yeah, no, Othello. Othello should have been black, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, throughout the years, that's oh, why right. the Spaniards are of darker hue, darker. they yeah. would say. So I think it's, so it's clear that we're getting limited um, history taught to our kids. And we've had to do self-learning or learn from our parents. So I think it's important that we've got Black History Month. And I think it's important that um, we take it on board and don't dismiss it and make sure that our children are learning black history and I'm sure we all do it anyway but as a as a whole I think it's important but I do think for the Karens of this world not to continue to be Karens it needs to be taught in school and they need to be forced to learn it and be graded on it there's no point it being a topic that they learn that means nothing it needs to be gradable so they have to learn it take it in Study it in depth. Study it in depth and write theses on it. And that way, this education, the understanding will only come from there and that point. And then we see it as Zoe touched on in the mainstream at prime time, eight and nine o'clock, and get that subtle influence in their bloodstream mindset. And that's personally what I think. Okay. With, with the with the internet and, and access to all this information, there is no excuse for for ignorance of that kind. There shouldn't have been, and there shouldn't have been ignorance to what white privilege is. But there still is, right? People mm. avoid uncomfortable situations. We all do it. There are things that we know are going to be uncomfortable, and if we can maneuver around it, not all of us are like Malcolm X. Not all of us are like T. 
we're not going to seek the confrontation. <laughs> Love you too. Are you always thinking at me? Because <laughs> because Naya's not on the pod. That's why. <laughs> I've just so, joined. Uh, sorry, Andrew, to cut you, but I've just joined. I'm friends with a lot of teachers and head teachers and early educators, and I've just joined a Facebook group which is trying to implement Black History into our education system, and so it's a lot of Black educators who are trying to find a way to bring it to the educational boards, which is the Department of Education, um, uh, an actual curriculum on Black History Month. So there is stuff going on in the background. Um, and I think it will happen, you know? Like, I think we will make waves somehow um, in trying to make that happen and trying to implement it into the education system. I just don't know, obviously, how soon. I remember when I was in primary school and it was Black History Month, I was probably in literally like year two, I think, because this boy that was in my school, he left really early. And the teacher said, oh, it's Black History Month. We're going to, like, you know, do some learning. And the boy said, why do we have Black History Month? Why is there no White History Month? And then the teacher had to say, well, that's because every single month is, Black History, is White History Month. So Every single month, every single day, every day. single second, every single hour. Yeah. Can I just say, yeah, do you think, do you actually believe that it will get better? Or do you think it will stay the same? Because I just keep seeing that history is repeating itself, repeating itself. And it seems like it's going to get there and then it goes back. I think, I think there's been a big change. I think the momentum's there. And I think what Annie Kim was saying about that movement, I think now's the time to strike, given the focus that's on um, the situation. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't change now, T, then I'm with you. I'm like, it's never going to change. We can't, there can't be anything else that happens that's as bad as what we've seen in America and seen over here over the last four or five years that people are going to turn around and say, do you know what, it's time for change. If they can't do it now, then it's going to have to be a genocide and then we won't even be here. Mm. Do you understand? So like I'm with um, Auntie Kim on that, that focus is there. I spoke to literally four teachers today. I spoke to a teacher in primary school. I spoke to a teacher in a special um, needs school. Can I say that? Hopefully that's right. I spoke to a teacher in um, grammar school and a both secondary grammar and the um, private school, a teacher in primary school. And they've all said to me, there is little or no um, black history in those schools. It's a joke. Somebody said to me, one of them said to me that the history, black history month is a video shown at registration um, once a week throughout black history month. Now, Lero, do you pay attention at registration? Yeah. <laughs> You do. Yeah, I do. You have to say that your mum's on the pod and your dad's going to edit it. So you do. But I will, I'll WhatsApp you and you tell me the truth, yeah? I do, I'm glad to. <laughs> but um, I think it's ridiculous. Go in on. one of the presentations, we were shown a, a video of the poem of the black, uh, the black poet. And it was um, half an eye. No, half a... Half, it was half cast, I think. The poem Half Cast. Oh, I don't know that one, but I don't like it. I don't like that name. I think I've heard that. And um, Idris Alba 
he then made a video on it as well. And okay, yeah, so it was a big poem. Um, we got shown that we got shown some other videos, and that was pretty much it in registration. Was the poem actually called Half Cast? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's actually called Half Cast. Oh wow! Okay, can we just change that for the purpose of the pod? Like, I'm uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, like that it, that word runs through me now. Yeah, but obviously, it's called that for a reason, right? Yeah, of course, of course, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cool. I'm going to go back to the point at the beginning of this pod where we all ignored Black History Month this year. And I think hopefully we're seeing that we need to embrace it for what it is now and obviously hope that with the wheels in motion, the education system changes and primetime TV changes and everyone's not afraid of loose women. But because you guys didn't pay attention to Black History Month, I'm going to test you guys right here, right now. Is everyone oh, okay with that? Do I get a pass? I did. I celebrated Black History. Oh, you did, Kimothy. You did, yeah. You um, get a pass. I had some curry goat yesterday. Leeks, <laughs> 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 you get one point extra already. Thank, okay. thank you. Forgot to mention, did you know that Black History Month has a theme every year? Yeah, I saw that. Is Black and History 2020 themed? I didn't see what the theme was. Though. The theme is African Americans and the vote. Oh, of course, yeah. I've seen, I've seen that. There's a documentary about it in America. And it's an American lady. She's um, talking about how all the young black Americans don't vote. And she's saying oh, um, the systemic racism was trying to prevent you from voting because it gave you power. And a lot of you are not using the power, basically. Yeah, they don't. They don't. There's a big thing that all the sports stars, like a lot of the NBA stars, said they're not going back unless they could wear messages on their jerseys. And yeah. one of the messages were like to vote because obviously they're followed by a lot of the young um, black children and hero worshipped by yeah. the, uh, the, the hero worship. So they wanted to send that message out and be able to send that message out given the fact that if there was obviously a pandemic. There was obviously the um, George Floyd and the movement and the vote. Nobody wants Trump in, but he's still there. And if we, not we, if they vote, because we're not American, then they stand a chance. But because they don't vote, that's why he's in. Mm. Have you seen Literally. all the black people on TV? They're standing behind him saying, and their T-shirts say, Blacks for Trump. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people for Trump. There's like, there's a uh, black people for Trump. There's like, there's a lot of black people that vote um, conservative. Exactly. Yeah. Danny was telling me the other day, shout out to Daniel. Danny was telling me the other day that um, basically they do it by state size as well. So yeah. it's not per person, which I think is madness. Like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, each state. Voting. Yeah, but they're not fight, they're voting for the president of the United States. It's like one vote for like it's yeah. for one thing. It's not for, do you know what I mean? So why does it matter that? 20 people in Colorado voted for this person and then 20 people in New York voted for... Do you know what I mean? It doesn't... Or, or it's, No, it's a state size because it gets... It's like... Um, it's a weighting system, right? And obviously, like, California... Yeah, West Coast. California has a lot more... Carries a lot more votes than, say, I don't know, Alaska. Yeah, I get that. So... And then... But what you had last year, and I don't agree with it, 
I should be first past the post because if it was first past the post last election, Hillary Clinton would have won. She won yeah. the popular vote, but she lost it based on the swing state. I think it was probably Ohio, which is a typical swing state over there. But yeah, their system's a bit warped. It's madness. I just don't. I don't get that at all because it's not like you're voting for. I don't know what their their equivalent to the mayor of London would be or whatever. Like they're not voting for a congressman or whatever. They're voting for the president. So it's the whole country's votes. So it should just be based on however many people are in that country. Yeah, it's not. It's not like over here, first past the post. Yeah, that's madness. Unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. That's why. We're doing... That's why he's the president. He is. He is. I'm going to run the quiz now. We are going to now do the Generation Brown Black History Month quiz. Um, Nero, I need some fancy music to back that up, please. So question one. <laughs> question one. Name the famous street in Tosa that was burnt down by white supremacists in the 1920s. Tosa oh. in America. Sorry, are, these, are these questions from the video yesterday that I didn't manage to finish? Or... <laughs> It's a three-minute video. Auntie Kim, you're sending the... Um, oh, am I not meant to? Sorry. To the chat. No. <laughs> Thanks, though, because I didn't know that. I got the answer anyway. anyway. All right, sorry, sorry. That's the wrong one. I know. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, it's wrong. <laughs> that was that's to do with Germany and all of that. <laughs> Question two. Hold on, do, do we put in here? No, you write it yeah, down. You're right. Actually, you're not going to know it. Oh, why can't I remember the name of that street? <clears throat> Hold on. I, I think I remember the name. Why do you remember? Oh, what, is it what year was it? Am I typing it or am I saying it? Lero, text me. You're writing it down. Lero, text me. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's in the 1920s. Mum, you wouldn't remember that. America. You weren't born. Excuse me, why would I not remember? Because you weren't born. They, they've been going on about it for so long, like in the last couple of months. We should all know this. But I do know it. I can't remember the name of it. Text me. Yeah, oh. I'm going to have to move on. I don't have to move news. on. I give up. Yeah. You may have to use your phone a friend. Okay. Google. Uh, not Google. <laughs> okay. In what major sporting event did two black athletes protest by raising their fist wearing leather gloves? Okay. In the 1960s, in what major sporting event? Is this in the okay. UK or in America? It was in a global sporting event. Oh, my goodness. They happen to be Americans. Okay, they're Americans. Okay, I think I'm right. Yeah. I can't tell you the year, but I'm right. Question three. Muhammad Ali. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Lero, you said you paid attention to registration. What's going on? They didn't teach us this in registration, Uncle. <laughs> this is my point. Muhammad Ali, you're a boxing man, was famous for his boxing prowess, but also yeah. famous for re refusing to do what? Oh, oh, I know this. This we got to look this in um, registration. Yeah. yeah, I think I know this one. Oh. I don't know anything. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, no, um, that one. I haven't really. No, in fact, oh, we got to look in RE. I think I might know. In RE. Okay. Yeah, this is to do with RE. Okay. It's not religious, I guess. Okay. T, you're quiet and you're looking perplexed. Oh, I know what, I know what it is. Oh, I don't know. This isn't fair. 
Uh, okay, cool. Question four. Question four. The phrase the real McCoy was coined in respect of which famous black inventor? I've heard of the real McCoy. Have you ever seen it, Lee? Oh, is it a film? No, it's a program. Oh, no. Oh, I thought it was a it. saying. It is a saying, and then the program came in celebration of that, or they called it the real McCoy in celebration of this famous inventor. Question five. Michael Schumacher's record of 91 wins was eclipsed by which black Formula One driver most recently? Oh, damn. What's his As name? in today. Oh, yeah, I know his name. Oh, Mark Stagg. <laughs> I know his name. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. I <laughs> uh, got it. Question six and the final question. Ignatius Sancho was famous for what during the 1700s? What on earth? Honestly, who <laughs> questions from our day and age at all? Apart from maybe. Well, what, say, what, say that again, please. Ignatius Sancho was famous for what during the 1700s? Oh, okay. He sounds like a reggae artist. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone goes back to Jamaica, Kimothy. All right, cool. I see a lot of perplexed faces. Yeah. This is why Black History Month is important. This is why it needs to be shared in schools and shown on primetime TV. Nothing about Mary Seacole in Because we all know Mary Seacole, that's even, why. We all know Bob Marley. We all know Bob. <laughs> we all know Rosa <laughs> Parks. We know Madam C.J. Walker. <laughs> Go on, Lera. Uh, you have a question then. Um, what two forms? I don't know the answer. <laughs> uh, well, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm the host. Go on. What's going? What's your question? Go on. Yeah, what two forms did um, black people in the civil rights movement use to find safe uh, safe streets? Say Hello? again. What, two um, form. Yeah. What two different forms did they use to find safe streets when they was trying to escape? Is it both safe streets? No, like when they um when they Harry Tubman was using the tunnels. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't actually tunnels, they were above ground obviously. But there was two signs that the streets were safe, uh, or the streets Oh yeah, I saw this. I know this actually. Oh I do actually know this, I was actually taught this. Or taught myself. Yeah, we, this. we saw it in the film, didn't we? Hmm. You're gonna have to tell me. I can't remember, but I know. I know what you're talking about. Uh, one sign was that they knitted um, rugs and they were hanging over the uh, the porch or the balcony. Yeah. And that certain pattern means uh, certain patterns mean that it's safe or not safe, and they learned. That. And another form is that they planted maps into their hair, so they had the maps on their head. Yeah. Yeah. Not just not just the trendy thing. Who invented cane rolls? Does anybody know that? No. Some black Isn't person. It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Right, so we're going to do a round table. Um, so the answers are question one. Alika, what is your answer to question one? I don't have one. I just okay. called Auntie Kim and said Black Wall Street. Yeah, but it's not... <laughs> So, <laughs> but that no, but that is what they call that's what yeah, call Black Wall Street. Yeah, did, is that what they called it then? Is that why I got it in my head? But I know did, it's not called that. 
I'm going around the table. Colin? I was I put down Black Wall Street, but if it's um I'm not hundred percent sure. T? I put down Black Wall Street. I don't have a clue. You should have said to Black Wall Street, just go with the majority. Lyra? I'm going with the majority here. Okay. The answer is Black Wall Street. Yeah, I won't show if I got that right. Sorry, I let that one out of the bag. That's great. I knew that anyway. Whatever. <laughs> Question two. What was a major sporting event, people? Olympics. Yeah. I put I, the NBA. I put baseball because I put leather gloves. Hold up the ball. <laughs> what did you put, Kimothy? NBA. Oh, NBA, okay. Lero? The World Cup, uncle. I don't know why. But... Okay, so? Nothing. Okay, it was the Olympics. Yeah, but, but what yeah, are yeah. the Olympics? The so what, are the... Which, what was so, it? The Summer Olympics. The no, major no, but, Olympics. But what sport was it? They it was, were sprinters. sprinters. Oh, okay. I think it was it 200 meters one. Yeah, 968 Olympics, for... Mexico. Oh, I know that when you said um, it was a world global global yeah. sport, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Number three, Muhammad Ali refused to do what? Go to the army. Yeah, the Vietnam War. Yep. So, the draft. so <laughs> you're smiling. I don't even want to say. <laughs> I, can I say? Because she said it to me, and I thought I'm not writing that down. Okay, you two are cheating, but go. No, cool. no, she she was the the, the phone a friend. <laughs> Can I tell you what it is though? Yeah, I didn't please. even write it down. Mine is actually blank. She said walk of fame. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> Lero, what did you Lero's got? Lero's <laughs> oh. <laughs> back. Um it was to fight in the Vietnam War. So your dad, I'm going to tell your dad. My dad's going to be Anyway, did you get that right? Of course I got that right, Mom. I'm just asking. And number four was anyone? First name for... Lewis Hamilton. No, that was number five. Number oh. four? Elijah McCoy. Thank you very much, though. Oh. T, oh, just yeah. writing that one down. See, Timothy <laughs> didn't know that one. I can see, and Leach just didn't no, know. I, no, I, didn't I, didn't know. I, I didn't even know the real McCoy was because of something. Like, I had no idea. Yeah, see, Elijah McCoy. Uh, he patterned. What did he pattern? Um, railway station. No, inventions uh, around lubrication um, for steam trains. Steam trains. Oh, okay, now I know. Yeah. And Wait, what's that got to do with the Royal McCoy the saying? I don't understand. So what <laughs> happened was, no, no, that's a good point. That's a very good point. So he patterned a lot of um, inventions around steam trains, right? And his inventions were the best inventions. So obviously a lot of people try to copy. That's why people do patterns. Um, and he, I think it was a drip cup for steam trains, which was used up until steam trains um, were stopped being used, was were ceased. Um, so he had the drip cup. I think it's the drip cup. And when people tried to copy it, if it wasn't his one, um, they would know. And they would say his one is the real McCoy. It's the real oh, McCoy. Okay. Not somebody okay. else's. Okay. And that's how it became the phrase <coughs> today. And obviously the TV show copied it. And yeah, Elijah McCoy. So yeah, I knew that one. 
but I got a set of flashcards um, recently and um, I just re, um, re-read up on it. Ignatius Sancho was famous for what during the 1970s or 1700s even? So 1700s, I'd yeah. put piracy or Jolly Roger or something like that. What was that, T? I said I'd put Pope or a writer. I can't remember, but I know his name. Black Pope? A Pope or a writer. Anyone else? Anyone else? No idea. Yeah. Lero, you paid attention to registration? No, I didn't come up to the registration, uncle. <laughs> okay. Zoe? Uh, Zoe's not going to say anything anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> I think my Elijah made up for Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to score you. He was a writer, he was an artist, he was a poet. So well done, T. Can we just um, say number five was Lewis Hamilton, please? Yeah, number five was okay, Lewis Hamilton. Thanks, I got a point, yeah. <laughs> you got one point. <laughs> so tally up your own scores. Thank you for joining us this week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Generation Brown podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Generation Brown. Subscribe, rate and review. One, 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 one.